I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson! And it goes to Corey Davis. Crowder trying to get him out of space, slopes a tackle, and there he goes! Crowder! It's a foot race, and Crowder is in there! A 69-yard touchdown. He'll hit immediately. He got the handoff. You know that's the Q-inator. Oh my gosh! Listen. Thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time for the Jets Colts postgame report. The Jets go down in Indianapolis 45-30, to although it was never as close as that score would indicate. Jets got dominated from the opening bell. So to discuss this and go through everything with us is our friend who covers the Jets for NorthJersey.com, Mr. Andy Vasquez. Andy, what's going on, sir? How's it going, Scott? Long night and uh, another primetime kind of disaster for the Jets. It seems like every time they play on primetime, something like this uh, happens. I guess the upside is that there aren't any more primetime games for the Jets. So this is the one and only this year. But it was an embarrassment. The only thing that stopped this from being worse than the Patriots game is that the Jets did move the ball a lot on offense and did put up points, unlike the Patriots game. But boy, the defense just absolutely got destroyed. And in very similar fashion, the Colts didn't do anything super fancy. It was mostly screens and draws and short plays, but it just absolutely gashed the Jets. They scored almost every time they had the ball, which is just remarkable. Offensively, the tone was set early on. Mike White did pretty well. He was 7 of 11, 95 yards and a touchdown, although he did throw a pass that almost was a pick six. Then he ends up hurting his wrist on a play that ended up being a touchdown to Elijah Moore. He comes out, 
Josh Johnson comes in, and Josh Johnson actually was pretty effective. 27 of 41, 317 yards, and three touchdowns did throw an interception late. But the offense was not the problem here. It was the defense. Carson Wentz, 22 of 30, 272 yards and three touchdowns. He did what he needed to do, and Jonathan Taylor just was unstoppable. 19 carries, 172 yards, two touchdowns. It felt like about 372 yards the way he was playing. Andy, first and foremost, let's start with this. The Jets just could not stop what the Colts were doing on the ground. In fact, Naeem Hines had six carries for 74 yards and a touchdown, too. So the Colts just ran all over the Jets the entire game. Yes, Wentz was good. Yes, the passing attack was solid, but it was very simple. It was a similar game plan to what we saw the New England Patriots do two weeks ago, and it worked like a charm. I joked on Twitter that the only reason that the Colts didn't score more points than the Patriots, which, by the way, they were on pace to do at one point because they had 28 points at the half, is that Frank Reich is not as much of an a-hole as Bill Belichick, although Frank Reich never took his foot off the gas pedal either. So... That's really where we're at with this, Andy. The Jets got stomped. Thankfully, they moved the ball and scored some points. Josh Johnson was pretty good. But ultimately, it was Carson Wentz. But more importantly, Jonathan Taylor that absolutely dominated the Jets tonight. They were down 42-10 to 10 with six minutes left in the third quarter. So yep. um, it, it was, it was in, in many ways, to me, this was worse than the defensive performance we saw against the Patriots. Yep. Because the Jets had so many injuries in that game that you could – it was inexcusable, but you could almost kind of understand why they let go of the rope a little bit. Tonight they have Jared Davis. They have C.J. Mosley. Um, and there's just no reason that this should have happened. And then the fact that they gave up touchdowns on their first four drives, I think it ended up being six out of the first seven or something like that. And – and the big runs, I mean, on, on Taylor's 78-yard touchdown run, nobody even touched him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's just there's, – there's no way to explain that. C.J. Mosley said he was as, as surprised – the defense was as surprised as anybody about that performance. But clearly, not only did it happen, but they weren't able to adjust at halftime. They weren't able to adjust in the game while it was happening – they just had no answers, and I think it's just an alarming performance from this defense. And, you know, you're looking to see this team make progress because clearly they're not going anywhere. And and this was not progress on defense. This was the opposite of progress. This was a huge step in the wrong direction. Um, and I'd be worried about it moving forward because the Patriots obviously put out a blueprint for how to attack this defense. The Colts played it to perfection. So um, the Jets have a lot of work to do, a lot of questions, and and there's going to be a lot of teams trying to exploit what we saw today. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. My joke was that Jonathan Taylor is one of the best running backs in the league, but the Jets should at least attempt to tackle him because it felt like they weren't doing that the entire game. And as you just said, Jonathan Taylor ran all over them, and it was a very discouraging performance for the Jets' defense. Offensively, Elijah Moore, Keelan Cole both played very well. As I said, Elijah Moore, two touchdowns, seven catches, 84 yards. He continues to improve. That was his best game as a pro. Ty Johnson had a touchdown but also had a fumble that cost the Jets big time. It led to a touchdown for the Colts that ended up as their third one of the evening. Defensively, this was just a mess in every way imaginable. Marcus May has looked absolutely terrible the last couple of weeks. Haven't heard much from his agent lately, and that's probably why. Ashton Davis looked like he didn't even belong on the field. Just an absolutely dreadful performance for the defense. There's not much else you can say on that front. Let's talk about Mike White now, Andy. That was the one that seemed to take the wind out of the Jets' sails early. Like I said, Josh Johnson played pretty well, but the Jets were humming along with Mike White. They got that touchdown, and then Mike White... On the touchdown throw to Elijah Moore, lands on his right wrist. You were hoping that he was going to be able to come back. He goes into the medical tent, and when he comes out, he never gets back into the game. Johnson played the rest of the way. What do we know about what's going on with Mike White in terms of exactly what the injury is and the prognosis here? Yeah, well, it looks the good news is it looks like he's going to be fine. Um, they're not sure exactly. He's not even sure exactly when he got hurt. He said he felt it on the throw to more he did get hit the play before so that's maybe when it happened um but he said you know when he got back to the sideline he felt something on the throw and then when he got back to the sideline that he had numbness in in two of his fingers and just couldn't have enough of a grip on the ball to be effective and, and help his team so he kept rehabbing it throughout the game tried to throw at halftime it just wasn't going to happen for him tonight. So, um, but he felt, felt like he said it was frustrating because by the time the game ended, he felt like he probably could have played. And 
they haven't made a decision. He doesn't know what the prognosis is going into next week. But if Zach Wilson isn't ready to play, it seems like Mike White should be ready. So that's that's good news. And, and this whole Mike White thing may not be just over yet for the Jets, which I think every, any Jets fan should want to see a little bit more of Mike White after what we saw tonight. It was encouraging, but it wouldn't have mattered. Um if, if Mike White had stayed in the game, it wouldn't have mattered if Joe Montana was the Jets quarterback. The way, the way their defense played tonight gave them no chance. This had no chance to win this game. Um, and, and, yeah, I understand that it's a, a bit of an emotional letdown to, to lose this guy that early, but there's, there's no excuse for the defensive performance that we saw on the field tonight. No question. It's funny because the first few weeks there was a ton of criticism about Mike LaFleur last couple of weeks not so much criticism for Mike LaFleur but a lot of criticism for Jeff Ulbrich and you have to wonder at this point if this keeps up if Robert Sala is going to have to take the reins on the defensive side of the ball because there's no way they can allow this to go on for much longer let's talk more about the injuries Andy beyond Mike White anything else we need to know so the Marcus May injury seems uh it's going to be a big story, it looks like. It looks Marcus May has an Achilles injury. Robert Sala was upset when he was uh, looking at May when he was on the field. May walked off very slowly. Robert Sala said after the game um, that it doesn't look good and that he's sick for May. Uh, and it, everything is pointing toward that being a season-ending Achilles injury, which is brutal on several levels, uh, especially for May himself. I mean... He's obviously playing on the franchise tag. He's 28 years old. He wants to sign. He, he probably only has one chance to sign a big contract. And it may have just, uh, the opportunity may have just passed tonight with, with what happened. Um, I mean, we know Achilles injuries are tough for any player to come back from, and especially a player who relies on their speed and, and being able to move around the field. So th- there are, Big concerns with that moving forward for Marcus May. I already went over the the Mike White injury, and those were the big ones tonight. Um, you know, the Jets also lost Tyler Croft again to a back injury, something he's been dealing with all season. He got hurt while making a, a pretty impressive catch from Josh Johnson. Um, so that's something to monitor moving forward. It looks like a setback. Obviously, the Jets have some time now with 10, ga- 10 days before their next game. But those were the big injuries tonight. And obviously, moving forward, uh, Zach Wilson was here tonight. He did warm up on the field before the game, wearing a brace on his right knee with that PCL sprain. He looked pretty good. I mean, he didn't wasn't a crazy workout or anything, but Robert Sala said that they're still taking it day by day. The hope is that he'll be able to practice next week. As for playing against the Bills, uh, Sala was noncommittal. So that's going to be the big thing to watch next week. Like you said, Andy, a rough stretch for Marcus May. He's getting close to 30. He's going to be a free agent. He had that off-the-field stuff with the DUI that broke. He hasn't played well the last couple of games. He was hurt, and now he's hurt again. I don't know what his value is going to end up being on the open market, but I will say I bet he wishes he had found a way to get a long-term deal before this season because I'm not sure what's going to happen now and I'm sure his agent is not loving what's happening which is why by the way he's a guy that has tended to be a bit of a loudmouth on Twitter haven't heard much from him lately so we'll see how that shakes out 
down the line. But in the here and now, we heard in the locker room from Robert Sala and quite a few of the players what was said. Yeah, Robert Sala basically said that they weren't good enough on defense and he praised the offense for what it did tonight to keep the Jets in the game. There was a lot of praise for the fight in the team. And yeah, I'll give them credit. Like they did find a way to kind of make it a game late. Whereas if they had scored a touchdown there on that last drive and that's in the last two minutes, they would have actually had a chance to onside kick it and maybe win the game. But it, it, the defensive performance was the, the big talk in the locker room after Salah said that, you know, when, you, when you're that bad against the run, it's going to be a rough day and, and there's, there's really no way to win it. CJ Mosley said that when you give up 260 yards on the ground, you're not going to win games. They also didn't force any turnovers and they didn't sack Carson Wentz until garbage time. Basically it didn't really matter when they finally got the first sack of him and the only sack of him in the fourth quarter. So that was a big topic of conversation. Uh, Josh Johnson talked about his game, said he, you know, he felt good about the way he played, admitted that there was a little bit of rust and it was a challenge because he hasn't taken snaps with Connor McGovern. He hasn't thrown passes to, to most of the guys on his team because he's been in scout team duty or, or on the pack practice squad. So um, he was in a tough situation felt good about the way he handled it, but also said it wasn't enough to get the win. And that's all that really matters. Um, you know, Mike White talked about some of his frustration and, and said it was especially frustrated, especially frustrating because he felt like after the game, he was healthy enough to play, but obviously didn't get the chance to do that. So it was just an overall frustrating night for him all the way around. Yeah. Well, another interesting thing that happened, Robert Sala, uh, disputed the notion that the Colts took the foot off the gas at all. And, and they, and they really didn't um, late in the game. He, he disputed that notion several times. So just, just kind of a talking point for him. He wanted to make sure that people realize that the team continued fighting. I mean, to me, that's irrelevant. They were so bad defensively for so much of this game that like, fine, you, you, you kept them from scoring 50 points. Like, Maybe, and and they kept trying to score, but it's, it doesn't really mean much to me. But but clearly, Salah doesn't want the perception out there that this team quit. And and I don't think it's fair to say that they quit. They were just really really bad, and and that's alarming and worrisome. And they've got a lot of issues that they need to get fixed very quickly on defense. And it, it's hard to see how that's going to work. Um, but they have to get it figured out. And and. The, the thing to me is that a couple weeks ago, you know, they said this is never going to happen again, and it, it did tonight. And, and maybe it didn't come out statistically as bad as the Patriots game, but anybody who watched this game should feel very bad about the defense and, and, and be alarmed and, and wonder how they're going to move forward and improve because uh, they, they were exposed yet again. And, and you know, somehow the Bengals weren't able to take advantage of what the Patriots and, and the Colts did take advantage of. But I think every other team is is going to have seen this and, and the book's out on them now and they're going to know how to attack this defense. And the Jets, if they don't come up with answers, this is going to keep happening. So obviously the Colts have one of the best running backs in football and, and it was a bad matchup for the Jets. But some things have been exposed that they're going to have to deal with. And that to me is, is the big 
thing to watch for coming out of this game is, is can the defense, the offense, we're seeing progress. We, we know that there's going to be an opportunity for Zach Wilson to get some stuff done here when he comes back. He's, we've definitely seen improvement from everybody, everybody on the offense, and it's been pretty steady now for a couple weeks. But um, we have not seen that on defense, and getting that figured out is going to be a huge deal for the Jets in, the, in these final games. Andy, what really struck me is something you just talked about. It's the fact that the Jets had to know what the Colts were going to do here, and they still just couldn't stop it. And more to the point, they had no way to adjust at halftime. You figured they'd go into the locker room, try and figure something out, come up with something. Absolutely nothing. They came back out in the second half and got walloped again. So that is something that I don't know how you fix. Like I said, maybe Robert Sala has to take the reins at some point. But I have to imagine that that was a big part of what the talk was, even with the players, not just the coaches, after the game. Yeah, absolutely. And we didn't get to talk to a ton of defensive players. I think C.J. Mosley was the only guy from the defense that we got to speak to after this game. And it's tough because we're not in the locker room. And normally we just walk up to guys' locker and talk to several of them. So, um, But C.J. Mosley definitely is a guy who speaks for the defense. And... And he didn't have any answers, really. He just said, like, it's not good enough and we need to fix it. And he didn't really have an answer for, for why it happened. So, um, again, he said that the two touchdown runs, especially to me, that's what's jumped out today. I, I don't know if the Jets laid a finger on either of those guys on those long touchdown runs. Um, Mosley said that they were as surprised as anybody that it happened. But, again, um, didn't really have an answer for why it happened. And, and finding that answer is going to be the key for the Jets moving forward. Anything else interesting come out of the locker room after the game? Nope. <laughs> no, it was pretty, uh, it was pretty, it was pretty slow. Did you at least get some good meals while you're in Indianapolis? What was the crowd like, by the way? Was the crowd pretty hyped up? Yeah, it was, it was a good crowd. I think, you know, there, there's some frustration here with how things have been going for the Colts. So, but, but I think, you know, the crowd came and, and obviously saw what it wanted to see tonight. Um, and if they weren't excited early in the game, they got excited pretty quickly by the amount of success that the Colts offense was having. So, yeah, and, and, and the food is, is always good here in Indianapolis. Had a couple good meals. Got to see the Pacers and Knicks last night, which mm. was cool. Um, and, and Lucas Oil Stadium, this is my first time in there. It, it's a really good stadium. And, uh, you know, it, it's it always makes me think it's a shame that that the Jets play at MetLife Stadium because every time we come to a stadium, it's like, man, the stadium has character, it has personality. Um, and, and while MetLife Stadium is very nice, it just, it just doesn't have those things. So, um, but yeah, it, it, it was a good experience in terms of watching a game in Indy, but. It's the same old story for the Jets, and, and I'm sure, rightfully so, fans are, are frustrated and at, at watching their team get embarrassed on national television in primetime yet again. I think a lot of us let ourselves believe that all of a sudden the Jets might be something because of what happened with Mike White last week. And certainly, it didn't help that White went out early in this game and the air came out of the balloon, but still, as you said, even if White had played, there's no way it would have made enough of a difference because of the fact that the defense 
just was absolutely atrocious today. And that was the main takeaway as the Jets lose in Indianapolis, 45 to 30. How does this get fixed? I don't know. But if you look at the last three weeks, it looks like the Cincinnati game was an aberration. The Jets got stomped by the Colts. They got stomped by the Patriots. And if the defense keeps playing like this, they're going to get stomped a whole lot more the rest of the way, including next Sunday against the Buffalo Bills, who are arguably the best team in the AFC. And if not the best team, they're certainly up there. So right now shaping up to be a rough game for the Jets next Sunday, but then again, you never know. We thought the Jets were going to get killed by the Cincinnati Bengals, and they ended up winning that game. So I guess anything's possible. But for now, Andy, I know that you've got a flight in a couple of hours, so thank you for coming on and joining me for this post-game report recap. Really appreciate it. A lot of people are going to want to be checking out your work this week because the Jets are going to be looking for answers, and hopefully you can give them some insight. NorthJersey.com is where you want to go. 99 cents for six months. That's 15 cents a month. Great deal. You don't just get Andy's coverage. You get all the sports, all the local news, everything that's behind the paywall. It's all there. 15 cents a month for six months. 99 cents for six months of coverage. So, Andy, people are going to be checking out your work. What are you going to have in store for them? Yeah, we'll obviously get into what the Jets have to do to fix what's going on on defense. We'll have some positives, too. Uh, the big positive out of this game was obviously Elijah Moore has now put together two straight uh, really solid games and it is showing progress. And, and we're also going to look at what Zach Wilson can learn from what we've seen from Jets quarterbacks these last two games and, and how he should be able to apply it to his return whenever that happens. So a lot of forward-looking stuff at NorthJersey.com coming up in the next 10 days before the Jets play their next game. Check out everything Andy's doing over at NorthJersey.com. Follow him on Twitter at Andy underscore Vasquez. Check out everything we've got up at PlayLikeAJet.com and the PlayLikeAJet YouTube channel. You better believe that the Thunder from down under, Luke Grant, is going to have plenty of film up on the YouTube channel breaking down this game. The limited positives and plenty of the negatives, you'll see it all from an all-22 standpoint. So check out the videos and subscribe to our channel if you haven't done so already. Check out our store at tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. We've got the Zach Says Go Long shirt, the Bless You Thank You Quinn and Williams John Franklin Myers shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt. It's all available right now at tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. And go ahead and give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. For the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.